Welcome to Turn to Your Neighbor. This is the Christian Talk Show where we talk about music, movies, the church, social media, and a whole lot more. My name is Cliff and this is Tamika. Hey neighbors, how you doing? Happy Tuesday. What's up to all the neighbors out there? I want to thank y'all for hanging with us on tonight. And in case you know, Dre's not with us, to be honest with you. I don't know if Dre's going to be here or not, but... <laughs> Y'all pray his strength in the Lord wherever he may be. <laughs> wherever he may be. But we're going the show will continue. Want to thank everybody for hanging with us, whether you're watching on demand or those of you that are watching us live. So I'm sorry for y'all. There's no black Santa gang tonight because I got nothing. We could do the, the white blinds gang if you want. Y'all could be that tonight. But there is no black Santa on tonight. No. We just have to imagine him. And they are putting up all kinds of Christmas stuff in the store. It's very, very exciting. I'm getting, um, I've start, I'm starting to see commercials about Christmas stuff. This is just, Christmas is right around the corner. And I think I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited because Jesus Christ was born. Uh-huh. But, you know, it could be an interesting Christmas based on what happens <laughs> in November. So, you know, we'll we'll see. But um, anyway, right now is pumpkin spice season. Yeah. Do you do pumpkin spice lattes and stuff like that? You you go to Panera Bread. You be up in the yeah, Panera Bread. I, I, I could care less about pumpkin spice. I'm not a coffee person, really. My, um, my chicken choice is green. Green tea. Okay. Tea Chino. Have you heard of this? No. Okay, so it is this product. So I follow Black Girls Love Trader Joe's on Instagram. <laughs> if you don't follow them, of course, that's a thing. Of course yeah. <laughs> that is a thing. Yes, Black Girls Love Trader Joe's be a thing. So they were talking about this tea chino thing. So it's like coffee, but it's tea. But they take natural flavors like dates and I don't know other stuff that's natural that um, will give you that sort of coffee taste. Okay. But it's not coffee. None of the like bad, if you're not into the caffeine and all that kind of stuff. It's very interesting. And so you can just, they have this special tea thing and you put the, you buy the stuff. I got mine off Amazon, but apparently Trader Joe's sells it too. So you put the stuff right into this, I don't know, brewer thing, um, machine, not a machine, but this little funnel thing. And you just pour the water straight into it. Okay. And then it just falls into your, you let it drip, drip in your cup. And there you go. So okay. you should try it. <laughs> well, then. So this is like, whatever. Well, I mean, hey, I, I probably, yeah, I just <laughs> drink tea with honey and I'm good. <laughs> maybe do me a favor and share right now, please. Maybe if you share it, maybe Dre will see it. And remember, we got a show tonight. <laughs> I'm just joking. But yeah, Dre knows you have a show. But yeah. Anyway, right now, he's unavailable. But share, y'all. Come on. Thank you very much. All right. So what do you say we get into it? Let's go. All right. The first thing I want to show you is, I'm not sure if you saw this, but CC Winans was trending on Twitter this week because CC appeared in a Trump ad that was about the coronavirus response. And so, of course, in pure Black Twitter fashion, Black Twitter proceeded to drag her through the mud and she was getting canceled left and right. And it was a whole mess. You got any thoughts about the uh, CC wine is appearing in this coronavirus response ad? 
So it was my understanding based on seeing the message that she wrote that she agreed to participate in an interview with the U.S. Surgeon General yes. about the coronavirus. And she expressed that she was eager to participate or happy to participate, especially because of the way that the coronavirus has been impacting Black people in America. And she thought this was a way for her to get behind the whole um, wear your mask, coronavirus is killing us thing. Now, she do live in Nashville. You know, she'd be at the American Country Music Awards and stuff. So I don't know, but this is my sis from Detroit. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know you can see the resemblance. <laughs> the high cheekbones, right? Okay. <laughs> um, I can't sing like her. But no, I think that um, I ride hard for CC Winans. I think that we cannot accuse or um, we cannot blame a black woman for what someone who has proven himself to be a thief and a liar and a cheat and you know all other things that we associate with the enemy we cannot blame her for anything that he's liable to do or his camp, which okay. is, you know, we, we should just expect that. So I'm not seeing this as a flat out, um, as her sanctioning or supporting the president in any way, shape or form. Uh, I, I, I would have to see a more adamant and explicit connection to him to think that she's supporting him. Yeah. Here is, out, which I think is her song is good. Her single is good. Here is she. So she went on Instagram and kind of explained herself. Of course, because after getting dragged, you know, black people will, will let you have it if they don't agree with something that you're doing. So here is a um what she went on Instagram. So she kind of released a statement about what's going on. Hi everyone, CC Winans here. I was asked a couple of weeks ago to do an interview with the Surgeon General, Jerome Adams, about the coronavirus. And this interview stresses how important it is for everyone to wear a mask. And it also gives us other instructions on how to get on the other side of this pandemic. It was not political at all. We have lost so many lives because of COVID-19. Let's all do everything we can so we won't lose any more. God bless you. Well, <laughs> that was one of those God bless you. What, what do you think? That was a coded God bless you. It sounded like, now leave me alone. God bless you, you know, get out of my business. Was God bless you was when she came out of her mouth, but that's not at all what she was thinking or what she meant. <laughs> if you have been in church long enough, some church mother has given you that God bless you. God bless you. Stay out of my business. God bless you. Go on about your business. Leave yeah. me alone. Leave me alone. Yeah. Stay out my, stay off my feet. Stay, keep my handle out your, out your mouth. You know, just leave me alone. I'm not, um, I haven't actually seen the. I have not either. I actually looked for it. I can't so, I mean, un until I've seen it, then I would be able to make a better assessment. Until then, I love CC Winans. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt every time. 
So the reports are is that this campaign, $300 million was spent on this campaign. I'm not sure how much of that $300 million she received, but I'm pretty sure she was compensated for her interview with the Surgeon General in whatever fashion it was. Yeah, but it's it sounds it sounds shady, but we cannot assume that her and her people were fully aware of everything involved. Mm -hmm. Like comp the American politics is very complicated. There's all kind of money in it. There's all kind of different super PACs, etc. And so um I just don't know to we don't know to what extent she was aware of what she was doing or how it might be perceived, et cetera, et cetera. But there's nothing wrong with her saying, look, the we need to wear our masks or whatever. Why they would ask her about that to sit down and talk about that, I'm not sure, but. Mm. So the question I have for you and for the neighbors is, should we care about who our music artists, entertainers, athletes, should we care about who they support or who they appear to support? Yes, we should. Why? We should. Because for gospel artists in particular, which is sort of what we're talking about right now, you are supposed to be supporting Jesus, right? Kirk Franklin has that thing where he says, my job is to make Jesus famous. Okay. Right. And so whatever else I do is ultimately supposed to be in support of that goal or that aim. And so who you associate with, if you are in the business of making Jesus famous, people can read that as Jesus sanctions this person or that this person is what they're doing falls in line with Christian principles or what have you. So I think that when it comes to politics in particular, it's really dangerous to be carelessly giving out your support or to be, you know, associating with people without thinking of the full ramifications of your voice and your platform. And I think that's important for black people, even those people who aren't, you know, necessarily um, known to be people of faith. It's very, very important. Okay, so if we if I offer an alternative perspective, if you think about a, a politician, uh -huh. because on one hand you have the person themselves, and then on the other side you have the policy that that person is the agenda that that person is intending or that person's policies. Is it possible for a person to separate the person from the policy? So there may be someone I agree with your policies or what you're trying to do but I do not agree with who you are. Does that make a difference? So if somebody, if someone came out, because especially in today's climate, because of um, the Republican party gives the aura of having conservative Christian values. So someone can, can support the idea of conservative conservatism and the, the, the um, what that person projects versus what they actually are. Is that a difference? 
There is not a, okay, so there's a lot there. So yeah. first of all, I don't think that we can legislate morality. That is not what God came to do. He did not come to um, sanctify politics. Politics ain't gonna be sanctified. Politics is politics, right? And so as we operate in this world and we engage in social justice work, which we absolutely should be doing, especially if we consider ourselves disciples of Christ, that is a mandate that our big brother Jesus lays out for us very clearly. But if we are, as we are doing that work, we have to understand that our job is not to convert everybody to Christianity or to turn, uh, the U.S. into a Christian nation. We should not be well, desiring that. I don't well, think. And well, there are there are Christians who would disagree with you. There are Christians that that believe that it, that is our job is to not necessarily well, we don't convert, but our job should be to point every person, every single person on earth. Every to person, yes. yes, yes, that. But we should not be anticipating that this world is somehow gonna become a holy world. That's just not gonna happen. I don't think that, that politics is gonna be sanctified. And so we should desire for God's will to be done right on earth as in heaven. But that doesn't mean that we should believe that it's our job when we vote to sort of vote with the understanding that this vote is necessarily a reflection of my personal belief system. We we live in a world and in a country where there's freedom of religion and there should be because God gives us a choice. So, but but there there are plenty of people who who vote based on their beliefs. So they vote based on their they for lack of a better term, they vote based on their covenant. So be, they vote based on, I believe that this is the way uh, people should live and I follow Christ. So therefore I am going to care about these issues. And they, they granted, in a lot of cases, they ignore some other issues, but I care yeah. about I care about these, these particular issues because uh, I'm trying to follow Christ. And I believe this is what this is what God wants. So I'm going to focus on these two, three issues. I'm going to vote for this person because this person upholds these issues or this this similar belief. And I don't care about the other stuff, which is that's, that's how people think, though. It is. It is. And I think that that's really dangerous thinking. And I don't think there's a few. I mean, I hope that people take this opportunity to really read and to educate themselves and to line up what someone's action and not just their actions in terms of their personal life that matters but line up especially politicians lawmakers line up their political action the policies that they stand for how they have voted line those things up with the word and you have to line it up fully and you will see that there are huge glaring contradictions and we cannot just look past that and be like well they said they pro-life which is usually one of those big issues that this mm -hmm. boils down to yeah and that's ridiculous 
because you can't be pro-life in one matter and then be locking babies up at the border. That ain't pro-life. So the action, the actions of both sides, if you look at the things that both sides ha have done or, or proposed to do or, you know, will do, you will see that neither one of them completely 100% lines up with what you will, what you think Jesus would want, what you think God would want lines up with scripture. They, they both, you could find on both sides. So that's that struggle. So that's, that's why I'm saying, should we care? That, that brings me back to, should we care who a person supports or politically? Um, because you can't find a perfect, you can't find a perfect candidate who hundred percent lines up with, with scripture anyway. But that's not a candidate's job. I would vote as a Christian woman. I would happily vote for a non-Christian. It is not their job. I am not looking for them to be my minister and I am not looking for them to be my spiritual authority. We have to maintain. We so have say to we should care. of who we serve and you yeah. have to know that, you know, no matter what that's like, because we guess what? We do this in all different areas of our life. We will go to a doctor and let them cut us open. We don't know if that person is Christian or not. We will go work for people who we don't know if they're Christian or not. We have no other problem mixing in all these other components of our lives. And we understand how to separate it. Like no matter who, what God this person serves or if they serve a God or not, I know who I serve and God can use me in the position that I'm in, but my job is not to try to mandate that everybody live according to Christian values. Exactly. So, so, so we shouldn't. Vote. So we shouldn't really okay. care. We shouldn't really care, right? We we shouldn't be so. We care, but you're saying you're asking. It's two different questions. Should we care if somebody who we are voting for as a politician perfectly lives out Christian values? You can care. I don't think you should vote that way alone. You should think about things like human rights and the stuff that we need politicians to do. Yeah, but people like Cece, people like Travis Green. Well, Travis Green really was a supporter. He just went to the inauguration. Should we care that they and they appear because she never said she did. And she appeared to support uh, President Trump. <laughs> should, should we care about things like that? Yes. And we should care because let's be very clear about what we're talking about here. Okay. This is a particular kind of moment in our country. Mm -hmm. It's a particular kind of election. And it's not to say that the forces that are at work, the evil forces have not always been welcome, <laughs> have not always been at work, but they are very palpable and visible right now. And so we're talking about life and death. We are literally talking about life and death. It, we're in a pandemic. We are talking about life and death. So if you, I'm voting for who I believe is most aligned with my survival and the survival of people that I love. That's that's how I'm voting. And I am and I think that we have to look at things like that. We cannot say this person says, let's be very clear, this person says they believe something, 
but everything else around this person, all of their actions and lots of the other stuff that they say does not support Okay. This one random thing they said versus somebody who is also flawed and imperfect because we all are. Right. Um, you know, these are questions. It's a whole different thing if I'm determining what church I'm going to go to and what spiritual shepherd I'm going to allow to lead me. Different set of criteria than who I'm going to vote for to be my mayor, governor, uh, et cetera president, etc. Yeah. So Donna said most people aren't 100% sure where they stand politically. Like if they went topic by topic, they would be surprised how conservative versus liberal liberal they actually are. Which is what we've been saying. I don't know. Welcome, my brother. Yeah. How are we doing? We are good. The, yeah, your Black Santa gang missed the yeah. Black Santa. It, it sounds heavy in here right now. It, it, it's hot. It's hot. We were just having some adult conversation. Okay. All right. Good, though. It's important. It's important. What do you I think, want... Cliff? Where do, my question is, where do we draw the line? So that, that's what I'm thinking. So if I start caring about what, what CC Winans thinks, and I don't separate her as a person from her, the, the gospel minister or the or someone is the entertainer, where do I draw the line? Do I care about what what Robert Downey Jr. thinks when I go watch the Avengers? Do I do I care about um you know other people, other entertainers and whatever they do? You know, do I care about what, what some some author thinks political views are before I go read their book? It's like where do I draw the line? And because that would be an exhausting practice for a person to try to to try to background check every everything they consume i if it's overt like if it's overt then i, I just leave it alone then i, I don't deal with it but mm -hmm. something like this which is and eh, she was in an ad by coronavirus like i'm not ready to cancel cc over being in an yeah. ad about coronavirus. Canceling CC wine. but some people of course are what, what do you mean she was in an ad no, so so cc winers was in a, a, a trump coronavirus ad voluntarily voluntarily um, now, according to Cece, and we played a video, she was asked by the Surgeon General to be interviewed. So oh. in her, I didn't see the ad, but her her portion of the ad, the, the Surgeon General is interviewing her about coronavirus and its effect on the black community mm -hmm. and its effect on, on, on her and people in her life. Um, so that- I chopped it and put it in the ad. Well, no, well, I guess, I guess that's part of the ad. She knew she was gonna be part of this ad. <laughs> And of course, it trended on Twitter last week, and people was ready to cancel CC left and right. Black Ooh. Black Twitter was was having a CC fish fry. Oh, oh, okay. I missed. Uh, luckily, I missed that one. Okay, all right. Well, okay. Well, hey man, you gotta be careful. No, I did not read the book. <laughs> he, he never read it back. Here, let's let's. let's I want to make this after, clear. After like the first three episodes of the show, he stopped. <laughs> I used to have it up like during the show. I think people think a lot of things I say is just to act for a ha ha. Nope, completely honest. Nope, didn't read it. it. It adds a little spice to the proceedings. Let me be clear. I want Jess to back me up. Me and Jess were in the same meeting, and that's why I just got here right now. Jess, you said you would back me up when I got in here. That's, okay, all, that's so, all I wanted to put down. So we, we, we can move on in a second. So I'm going to read Donna's point. Donna says the difference between supporting politicians uh -huh. and people in ministry is that we hold the vehicle they're using to get their message across to different standards. 
American politics will always be corrupt. CC reps the kingdom. I will be more aware of who I let spiritually feed me. That's a good point. Yes, absolutely. But I don't think we should cancel her just yet. Look, I was her new song. Um, I can't think of the name of it, but I've been listening to it. Um, you know, guys know I can't sing, but and it took me down a whole CC rabbit hole. It was a lovely rabbit hole to go down. I, I'm still mm -hmm. listening to CC, so I think that we've got to chill before we, um, before we make our conclusions. And then guess what? Keep some stuff to yourself. Like I think, just don't. Um, this woman's music is very anointed and I think that we have to look at the long view of her career and what she's done and she doesn't usually seem to be associating with I think um, you know unsavory characters and so just just chill before you cancel we, we ain't even seen the video she is all right well I think we have uh, talked about this enough. <laughs> on about, stuff. It's all right. How about we uh, move on? I want to show you this video I found of this this preacher. He has some choice words to say about women, and even more choice words to say about the women's reproductive anatomy. What, what's what's so you will so you will hear the video, and there will be there will be dead spots in the audio where I have um, taken out where he refers to the women's reproductive anatomy. Um, but I just thought it was interesting. This is a a, a, a pastor. It's a, a preacher. preacher. A preacher. Yes. Which is different than a pastor. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he's a pastor, so I'll say he's. Let a preacher. me just lay down this disclaimer of what are we doing, Cliff? <laughs> okay. All right. Let so me just I, put I that in. To, I want, this, this brother has some some interesting things to say, so I want you to uh, to uh, take a look at it. Here we go. Yo. Hey, bring the camera, son. Bring the camera. All the young girls who want to make life with your will perish with you in hell. May your perish with you. May your smooth, creamy, and tight perish with you. Say a good amen. So of, of all the things in the world that you can have an ax to grind with, why would you grind the ax with that? Clearly, this brother has been lacking something. Clearly, he has missed out. There are many, there are many axes to grind. There are many things to grind your ax on. I, I, don't, I don't know why, why he would be upset with that particular part of a woman. I don't. I don't understand. I don't know why he's mad. Why did he feel the need to yell that? You see, when we start start talking about church hurt, and when people yeah. start talking about it, yeah. this is what it looks like. Yeah. This is the embodiment. This is this is what you, church hurt looks you, like. A woman hurt him. No, 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 no. <laughs> His statements create. Oh, okay, okay. Let me hey, clarify I, that. His statements create church. Because <laughs> uh -huh. what is he doing? That brother got a whole. You see, never mind. I'm gonna be. You ain't gonna get me in trouble today. No, not today. See, 
This is why not everybody needs to listen to the radio. That brother got hold of that Cardi B song. He wanted to condemn everything all of a sudden. And so he just out here tossing, just saying, wow, and unnecessary and hurtful things. I don't, and then who's clapping? Who in the audience is clapping? Let's hold them accountable. We don't need to, we're, we're allowed to boo. If somebody's out of pocket, just start booing. And you've been in church long enough. You know, some preachers always gonna say something ignorant, and it's always gonna be like one or two people who are gonna clap no matter what the ignorant preacher says. Let's make it clear: we are not endorsing anything he is saying. He does sound very bitter and hurt over something that's in his life that he needs to work through. That's a him problem. So this, this is just the wrong fight to pick. <laughs> Same stuff, different day. This is the wrong fight to pick. Of everything, of everything God has created, sir. This is oh, the thing you want to pick on, sir. I'm just here to tell <laughs> no, you. I'm not. I'm not doing. I'm just saying. I'm just not doing this. Where's today. the lie? Where's the lie? I'm just not doing. This. Cliff, I'm not doing this today. <laughs> I'm just not doing this today. Yo, I, what? Why? And he just thought he had a word too. He just knew he had bring the camera, bring the camera, yeah. bring the camera. That was a tangent, though. See that this is what happens. I think that you can tell there's like a switch mm-hmm. that happens mm-hmm. when somebody goes from Holy Spirit led to all me. Yup. And I don't know when that switch went off for him. It sounds like he's been operating in me for a minute here by the time he gets to this point. But he was so he's so angry. So aggressive. Just because you yell don't mean you're right. Thank you. I can't stand people who think they what they're saying is more valid if they raise their voice an octave. Mm-mm, boo. You still just loud and wrong. Just loud and wrong and bitter. Mm-hmm. And just uh, maybe. I rebuke him. Okay. Oh yes, yes. We're allowed to rebuke people. Yes. He gets three rebukes. He gets three rebukes. Three rebukes for me. Rebuke. I, got a, I, got a, I got another preacher who's who saying some off-color stuff. Cliff, um, where are you finding these, check, Cliff? Check this out. No. I guess sometimes preachers just like using off-color language to make a point. The brother said he said what he said. That was a mistake. No, it wasn't. A a, I think it was because then he he had a split second stop. As someone <laughs> who see, I've seen well, we've all seen a lot of preaching. I've seen this right. when he wipes his mouth. He had a. He's thinking in his mind. How do I cover this? If, am I am I gonna walk it back or mm-hmm. am I gonna stand behind it? And because people were still with it, I think he decided to, you know, just if, stand behind it. If it was a mistake, he wouldn't have said I said what I said. If it was a mistake, he would have walked it back instead of I said what I said, or he would have just said something else. But I think that was the choice he made. I'm not gonna walk it back, I'm just gonna stand behind it. That don't have nothing to do. Cursing don't have nothing to do with you making your point. And yeah. also your point is real convoluted. What are you talking about? 
Enterprise rental cards. Y'all ever, y'all ever, car, car you, ever been, you, you ever been in a, you ever been in a, in a service with a preacher crest? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I have never. There's a lot of custom saints out there. And it's, <laughs> but it, it shocks you, it shocks you a little bit when it comes over the pulpit. Like a four yeah. letter word curse or not, not like. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mistakes mm-hmm. happen. Larry said he regularly cusses. That's probably, how- so. probably so, because that rolled off his tongue real easy. Real here's, my, here's my thing. Why do all these bootleg preachers have outlets? Like, there are some people who don't need to spread their words beyond the four walls of that church. You don't need your own streaming. You don't. And I don't want, not everybody need the word needs to go to the nations. No, it just need. you know what? That word didn't even need to come forth. We should have shut that up. too easy to stream. We, we are a testament to it's too easy to stream now. <laughs> nah, brother. It, well, first of all, we are not a testament to that because you remember how many weeks we got kicked off the air because our, our something was bootleg. So now that we on regularly and we're making it with the proper software, brother. I like to thank the Lord for consistency. That's for what yeah, we amen. do. But for what he's doing, all you need is a cell phone and a dream. Let, let, let me ask you this. Are those locks or is that a shag? <laughs> oh, goodness. Here we go. I couldn't I can't tell. The video is low quality. I okay. Because first of all, his, his points is all the way back here. Yeah. So he should have been yeah. similar to Stevie. He should let some of that go. Yeah, it's it's all gotta go. Yeah, it's, it's all gotta go. his hair and his message, everything trash. I don't know. Well, I don't know. We don't know what the message was. I don't think there's anything wrong if you make a mistake uh-huh. because mistakes happen. What he's saying, cursing, and what the other guy was doing. I, the other guy, I would walk out. This, I would try mm-hmm. to see what he's saying. If he, I, he should have walked it back. He should have said, "Excuse me," and just kept it moving. Mm-hmm. Tamika, you're the only one who believes that was a mistake. You know your pastor gets excited sometimes. <laughs> yeah, this dude, was, this dude was cussing for real. This kind of spirit was in his heart. Can we can we get Richard on the screen? But it was a mistake to say it on the pulpit. I pulpit. It's a bundle? You talking about this? He thinks he has a bundle. <laughs> but that is a real thing. Men are getting bundles and, and gluing them to their head. They're getting different hair pieces. Oh, we're going to put the Twitter clips up there. There are dudes out there with some nice 360s that are just fake. Yeah, I'm so telling you. How these preachers make it to the pulpit, I'm telling you, it doesn't take much. You just get you a podium and, and a couple people that's willing to sit and listen to you and congratulations, you're a preacher. It's, it's never been easier. And I've always that's wondered. The problem, the affirmation. Yeah. We have to, and it's not just random people. We've all said. Yes. In some congregations and heard some things and saw some things that we probably should have said something about. Yep. And we have to hold ourselves accountable for that, for not walking out, for not addressing it in in some way, shape or form. I know I've been there and sometimes when this happened, I've been so shocked that what's happening is happening. I'm like, wait, what? And sometimes I have I, I have walked out of a conference once. Oh, really? Oh yeah, yeah. Did and you walk out loud or did you walk out soft? Did you like? Well, excuse it me. Big, it was, well, it was me. a fairly big conference, so I don't know if okay. I was noticed. Noticed, but okay. I definitely was like, I'm not 
doing this and mm-hmm. i refused to go to the person's that person was there for a weekend mm-hmm. and i refused to that was a saturday the conference and i was like i'm not going to church on sunday mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. ridiculous i'm no longer a member of that church you just caught a good brunch instead at, yeah uh-huh just went to chick-fil-a and got my life and at labrell mm-hmm <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have had to. I have had to apologize to the person who came with me to let them know that this person is not the regular one. Mm. Yo, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This, this, this not. He, he just, he, he just subtitled me. Like, he just here. Like he's not the pastor. Let me. Do you know how many? T- Never mind. We're not. Yeah. Going to oh, get into oh, this. yeah. I, I've said no, it. Cliff. So we're not going? doing it. No. <laughs> Nope. Not that off air. <laughs> okay, because we're gonna say somebody's name and stop it. Keep it moving. Okay. So Can I tell you, you I know. drove by Cracker Barrel this week and I was thinking about LaBarrels. <laughs> I was thinking about it. Liberals. Like I was literally sitting there at the stoplight, staring at the location we would have make this happen at. And I was imagining it happening. Like I really want to make this happen. Put the LaBarrel. Yo, the barrels is is a whole mood. Giving is coming, Dre. Thank Yo, you. It's coming. We gonna we gonna make this happen. Great gets a week off. Yeah, we gonna make this happen. Let's make it happen. So y'all y'all heard of you know how church people make barrels. Church people make a song out of anything. Well, y'all want to talk about liberals? We can talk about liberals. <laughs> no, 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 go ahead. <laughs> He's so frustrated with liberals. Frustrated, y'all. I find it entertaining. Uh, you can have a whole show about liberals. Oh, I could. You can have a whole menu. show on black entrepreneurship. The menu's gonna be wonderful. But go ahead, brother. You had a point. You no, so you know how church people make a song out of anything, right? Yes. Or a Christian version of, of everything. Uh, I want to introduce y'all to the Holy Ghost slide, Holy Ghost Cha Cha slide. Okay. <laughs> What do y'all think about the Holy Ghost cha-cha slide? Or at least of, of what we saw of it. Yo, let's talk about a few things. First of all, the band wasn't sure exactly where he was going at first, or they. He they didn't know where going. they were going at first, because the band was not on board. They were playing something totally different. Secondly, we're going to start talking about security freeze outside services. Because my man in the shirt with the Crown Royal bag in his hand looked <laughs> like he's supposed to be there, but that Crown Royal bag in his hand Along with the slight, you know, waving he he's got wearing a there. t-shirt though. But it don't mean Thank he's supposed to be out there. He got a crown royal in his hand and he just <laughs> listed back and forth. That was crown royal. I seen that bag. I got that bag right upstairs. That that ain't nothing but the original bag. The song was trash, by the way, just that to, to get to your actual point. And why are they in the stairwell? Singing there? Is that the social distancing? This is such yeah, trash. I guess so. Yo, people are killing me with these outside services, man. But I know some people doing them, and they doing they doing what they have to do, and so God bless them. And, and people are being blessed. They're trying to get the worship in any way they can. Amen. 
Amen. I thought he was coming up there to stop it. He did. He the guy that that you're talking about, Dre, does Brown Royal. Like he's coming up. He he does get too close to the podium for me, <laughs> and I'm like, I thought he was coming to stop it and say, okay, you know, we're not going to do this. He, he starts he moves to the action after he says, back it up, you know, and and that did it for me. <laughs> the spirit hit him. <laughs> back so it up. The spirit hit him, so he put his hands up. I I've seen deacons and elders like this before that would just wander onto the pulpit in support and in praise, not with the crown royal in their hand. But so that's why I'm worried about security and the overall tenor of this particular performance. But hey, you know whatever they're doing. Have you noticed that all the tomfoolery tonight has come around the pulpits that are clear, the clear pulpits? This is my my sister has brought this up before. Uh, yeah, okay. your ministry is lacking if you have a clear pulpit. Really? The, the, this this has been a theory no. that she has brought up previously no. on the show no. that she holds clear pulpited individuals in suspect. He <laughs> finds them to be suspect. That is the weirdest thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's ridiculous. It's clear heels, clear pulpits is the whole thing. Oh man, that that is a weird take. Okay. okay. I, I threw was, Tamika with that last one. I threw Tamika with that last one. I think she felt that. Or she was a fan. We all wore jelly, and I'm pretty sure your sister wore jelly. I hated those. Were clear heels, and we were all jelly. wearing them. And no, I'm I don't have a thing against clear pulpits. Um, but you do have to uh, get some real good Windex. Yes. And you know Keep, that's what I don't like the the fingerprints <laughs> of all the things happening is the fingerprint. <laughs> and also, like this is another thing. Okay, clean out the pulpit. Yes, I got all kinds of random stuff in the pulpit sometimes. We, clean out the pulpit. This stuff not even supposed to be up here. It's like, <laughs> what my there's a pulpit. It's distracting when you get up there and you trying to make your point real quick and sit down. And you're like, what is that? Why is there Cheetos? Why is there a bag of Cheetos? <laughs> There's a pulpit that random, I know of. Random yeah. kids' drawings. It's just random stuff in the pulpit. out the pulpit, but not in the clear pulpit. See, when you got that big wooden thing that hides it becomes like a drug drawer. You just touched on something spiritual. You told me clear pulpits is accountability. Come on, somebody. Oh, you can see right through. See what's supposed to be in there, what's not supposed to be in there. But when you have that big wooden oaken thing that's blocking off, you're keeping things in your pulpit, in your ministry, that's not supposed to be in there. You're hanging on. on to things ah! that you should have let go of. Come on. Come on. Mm -hmm. There's a whole word in here. I can get two offerings out of this. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Okay. Y'all ain't, ain't even ministering appropriately in here. <laughs> if your spirit was plugged in the way it was supposed to be, you would see <laughs> how real it is. Clear pulpits keep your life right. What's done in the darkness shall happen in a big wooden pulpit. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Just, if you just throw parts of scripture out there, it may not even be scripture, just sound halfway biblical. You can get a whole sermon out of it. Don't worry about it. People yes. will people will cheer. People, people will cheer. Yes, and they will, as, as we see, as we see. You <laughs> just showed us. I got one more I want to show you. Check out this baby. <laughs> Wait, I need I, 
Okay, I'm right. sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, you guys know? <laughs> Yo, my sister's a nut. But the clear pulpit? Yes. <laughs> clear pulpits also don't have drawers for oil, extra Bibles. How are you going to fight the devil in extreme situations? Side attacks. This is a solid question that we didn't get this, this before is, I started preaching. This is very true. This is the, where are you going to put the oil at? When it's Why time do you need extra Bibles in the pulpit? That's a good question. Everybody but, coming to the pulpit should have their own Bible. And if the pulpit is also where they put the, the fallout shawl. So <laughs> when, when women that fall out and they cover their dresses, sometimes you go behind the pulpit. Don't and get you you in the pulpit? They, they yeah. everywhere. Sometimes sometimes they're in the pulpit. Sometimes oh, they're under, they're under the first pew. We keep about three, four blankets underneath there. Under the first pew with a, with a church mother or with like with a... Uh huh. Yeah. Come get them. Come get them. They'll fall out. Shawls be everywhere. They just appear. And now pews are disappearing because they're going for the individual chair. So that's why you gotta yeah. keep your put your, your you gotta keep your fallout shawl right there. Mm. That's where you keep the extra Bibles. You can have the chair. The chair has its own little um, you know, cubby. Yeah, that's true. That's where you keep the Bible, <laughs> right? Or let's be real, your phone, your tablet, whatever. That's really where you them from. Yep. Um, and also sneaking off to other things momentarily, then coming right back to the Bible. That's a, a good point. The wooden pulpits do have the mints. That's true. There are mints in that little that little shelf. Or you have a little side table right by this. You ah, the, you where you hold the water, the, the water, the mints, the towel, etc. Et, et I used to be under a pastor who. He, you know, some people had their own individual, like it, I don't want to call it a pimp cup, but he was it was a his goblet. own goblet. Goblet, goblet. Yes, it was his own goblet. Yeah, his was wooden <laughs> to to represent, you know, our yeah. savior, the Christ. Yeah, don't you drink the but, cup? But okay, here's the mm -hmm. thing. One day I did, and because it was it was everybody had left. I was a bad little boy. I'll, I'm fat boy. I'm up, I'm up there saying there's something to sip on in here. Let me get a sip. <laughs> and so I went up to the pulpit. Everybody was going. I was in there. I found out that Joker had white grape juice in there. I said, "This ain't water. He's drinking good up here. He's up here drinking good." I wanted. And so and from then on, I was trying to sneak a sip. That brother had the white grape juice, the good stuff. Sipping on that during yeah, the service. How old were you? I was. I was probably like, so this is the old church. I was probably like eight, nine. Okay. Yeah. So two things. Why do we do those big goblets? <laughs> I don't know. Like, because to me, that seems like it would easily allow for, like, something to spill. And I'm yes. always spilling stuff. Like, so I could see why you maybe wouldn't have, like, a just the regular plastic bottle. Right. But because that can be kind of weird to maneuver. But why the goblets? Like, why? That's unneeded pop. But the other thing that I used to do when I was a little kid, and my parents are listening, I don't know if they do it, <laughs> on first Sundays, which is when we had communion, right? me and my friends would go into the back room where the right. deacons prepare communion, and we would eat all the leftovers. Leftover. Oh, yeah, I know people. And, like, that. drink all the, you oh, yeah, know. All the leftover wine. Oh, yeah. I mean, the leftover like, grape juice. Now, were y'all were y'all serving wine or y'all doing grape juice? No, I we do black we, churches actually serve real wine. There were, 
this is going to be a throwback. Somebody in here that's going to recognize the story. There was a wedding at a church and there was a guest at our church. A guest pastor came to do the wedding. He was upset because he thought because we were a smaller, what he called country church, that we were going to have real wine. And when it was grape juice, he was upset. I thought y'all going to have real wine up here in these mountains. That's exactly what he said oh. over the pulpit. I've never been to a black church with wine. Me neither. <laughs> Only always, Catholic always churches. Always grape juice. But they all drink. This is the weird thing. So yeah. I went to Catholic high school. It's like five goblets. And every, it is five people standing up there. And everybody has to drink from the same goblet. Yeah. Yep. COVID. Yep. <laughs> I, I think that's probably going to change now. Oh my gosh! It's like three hundred people live here. That's probably going to change now, but you know they figured it was anointed, and they figured it was going to be okay. They yeah. figured it was all right, but yeah. yeah. Now we used to, <laughs> we used to have. Now when you're now you did bread at Tamika. Did you do bread at your church, or were y'all doing crackers. crackers? See, for a while we held on to the bread. Like, somebody, we, somebody was breaking bread. Somebody it's was breaking unleavened, though. It's supposed right? to be unleavened. I never. <laughs> we was out no, here going we to was, the Wegmans. <laughs> we we wasn't just giving out bread. Somebody we was, was giving out holla, like the good stuff. Okay. Oh, oh. Yeah, we giving out holla, like the oh. good bread. And so people was coming up in there. And so this was back pre-COVID. Uh -huh. People, what you would actually have to go. And pinch off your bread. Like really? a whole each deacon would have a whole also loaf in their hand. But okay. And they have you have <laughs> to go up, each person would have to go off and pinch off their bread. Now we had one little green little boy. I God bless him. He's a college graduate now, doing great things, very smart. One little green little boy who went up there, he he was hungry. And he he used to use the kid, he's the kid that would ask for biscuits. At the school Sunday school snack, he went up there and pulled off the whole rim, like the the, the crust of the bread, and he sitting here <laughs> like this in front of the church. She said, "I, I got a lot to repent for this." Yeah, week. <laughs> and this bad little boy, <laughs> and this Joker would follow us to the back afterwards to try to go get the leftover That's juice good. and the bread. Can we get the bread away every week? And he would all be back there first Sunday getting hey, his dollar. When you hungry. And he would sit there and eat it during church. That must have been a long time ago because no, you had went to crackers by the time we I We went I, to crackers. You sure? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, man, you know this dude. <laughs> no, I, I, I think I know who you're talking about, but I'm, I, I'm pretty sure y'all went to crackers by the time I joined. You know. Um, and Tamika, you've seen it too, but that's okay. Uh, but yes, yeah, it, it's 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 different. We everybody's gone through different phases of the whole thing. Yeah, but, but hey, yeah, you know, to each their own. Yeah. And when I see people, and that's why the now, did you grow up where you had to get your own cracker, or would the pat was somebody handing you the cracker? You get your own. You got your own cracker. They they, they, they pass the either. It, it depends. Sometimes depending on where you are, they pass the plate down the aisle. You pick yours out the plate, or you mm -hmm. go up to the front and they hold the plate out. You just. Oh wow! I don't remember. We had crackers. I don't remember how we did it. I've been to too many churches, but the latest <laughs> I remember is when they came out with those cups. cups. Now, now they brand new with the cup I and cracker them. together. 
those are tiny styrofoam plates. Yeah, that's just any styrofoam. <laughs> those packets. That's yeah. not a cracker. That's the proper wafer. It's supposed to be unleavened. It's supposed to be styrofoam. <laughs> he asked for more doors. See, there's people in the neighborhood who know what I'm talking about, and they getting the joke. But yes, so here's the thing: jokers would come up there, touching three or four or five. I'm like, yo, you gotta take those players. <laughs> and people walking around like, like, nah, man. And that's why when we had to go put the gloves on. And, and, and mm -hmm. as the deacons, we started had to hand out one by one. Why were they thing. doing that? Because they were hungry. They were trying to grab. But here's the thing. It's confusing if you've never done it before. Right, right. So I think you should always, maybe we should start doing like a quick little tutorial every time. <laughs> like this is what this <laughs> is. That you, this they is you what it is. But this is what's expected. Seriously. And let's be real. Because if we do something different for offering at our church, good Lord. Exactly. People act like we, you know, told them, you know, it's, it's crazy. They, I don't know which way to go. Just follow the person in front of you. <laughs> the, um, true. It's true. People don't know if they've never done communion before, they may not know what to expect. And so I think you should say, just like when you get in an airplane, they show you how to buckle your seatbelt. And you know why they do that? Because some people don't know how to buckle and unbuckle the seatbelt. They've never been on a plane before. You have to tell people, look, come up, get you one cracker, get your juice. And the custom at the church I go to now is different because you all drink and eat while you're up. Right. I've never done that before. Usually at churches, all the way back and around. everybody waits and you mm -hmm. all eat and drink together at the other churches that I've been to. So yep. you just have to, you know. You you have well, to do a little tutorial. That's because all. I and that's why because it's different in every church because you go all the way back around and some people you gotta hit the reading before you can hit the juice and the cracker. You gotta say the whole little chant, whatever they saying. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. There's, there's a paper. There's a paper. The little combo pack, the cracker and cup together. Yes. Hand it out, everybody. Hey man, nobody's eating extra of those after service. No, no, no. <laughs> extra, that that's, going back, that's going back in the closet for yeah. the next communion, whatever it is. Uh, neighbors, do not put the name of that person I was talking about in the chat. That's not nice. See, I can't have no discussions with y'all because y'all always want to name names and take it a step too far. See, yeah. we came and make no jokes in here no more. Nothing safe, <laughs> nothing sacred. Well, we had talked about crackers. You got a uh, rant for the people. I actually do. Okay, I don't have a rant. See, I, I, I'm feeling I, I've been boxed you, in. I wait, don't wait, have you, said, you said I actually do. Then you said I don't have a rant. I don't have a rant. I have just observations. Yeah, rant. Go ahead. I just have observations. Um, One thing I have to say, you know, when you are in various areas and you go into a large parking structure, and nowadays that things have been updated, you get your ticket, right? And you're supposed to take your ticket with you, right? To pay at the kiosk before you go back to your car. Now, there are some places that give you the option of paying at the actual play place at the gate as you leave. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would like to take the time to cuss at all of you who actually take the time to wait until you get to the gate to pay. You selfish so-and-so. You know you should have took your behind to the kiosk before you got in the car like everybody else. And prepaid. 
Now I gotta sit here and wait for you to fumble around for your credit card, and then oh, I can't get it in. I parked too far away. Let me open my door up. Then you won't look at me asking me to back up so you can move closer. <laughs> just so and so. If you don't take your behind to the kiosk like everybody else, you are such a Greg, what if you forget your ticket in the car? You you take your behind back to the kiosk. I'm sitting here extra five. Go to your car and get your ticket and then go back to the kiosk. Your don't inconvenience me just because oh. you don't know how to follow directions. There are 25,000 signs that say take oh. your stupid ticket with you. <laughs> this is not a rant. This is just an observation. My blood pressure's up. It's not a rant. This is just an observation. I swear for low, I'm gonna start cussing at people. I'm gonna beep at you the whole time because it just makes me so angry and so mad. And especially when there's only one way out, and I gotta wait behind you and your old fumbling behind. Oh, I dropped my key, my credit card. If you don't pick that card up, okay. you was making the people all nervous and everything. Yes, they I was sitting behind them, big, black, and close. Oh no! Hey, I turned the bass up on the music. Are you see oh, me? You're going to have Karen calling the cops on you. Hurry up. Okay. That's all I had. That's all, all right. Had. That's really all I have for the people. I did have, I, I, I wanted to offer a word of encouragement. Though. Go for it. I wanted to offer one word for the people just real quick. It's something, it's actually something Tamika said that actually kind of hit me. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it come around, came around this week. A couple weeks ago, Timia came in here and talked about you. We should not be shaming people going on vacation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's making their own individual choices. Yeah. And that kind of stayed with me because it was really, it's a word for the people. And I'm being sincere when I actually say this. Um, during this time of Corona and this time of pandemic, there's been a lot of tragedy. Mm -hmm. There's been tragedy both surrounding the pandemic and surrounding the injustices and the murders and the killing of, of, of unarmed persons of color. Um, that having been said, it's created an atmosphere that has actually made people fearful to celebrate their accomplishments during this time. Because mm. there have been a lot of people that I have known personally who have actually have blessings during this period in which the world is seemingly falling apart. And I say all this to say, I encourage people not to hide their blessings hmm. because okay. I'm not telling you to brag, but I am telling you to allow others to celebrate with you because your blessing may be the only thing that allows someone else to see that God is still in the blessing business. Because it can look like hell all the way around them, but you may have the thing and you may have the celebration, the moment that God didn't mean that blessing just for you, but he meant it for someone else too. And so if we get so caught up and wanting to hide because we don't feel like it's the moment we're trying to read the room, you may actually be um, stalling somebody else out who needs encouragement to carry on in their moment of need and their, their, their encouragement may be your blessing. Mm. And, and it's just it's just something that had, was on my heart. All right, brother. A slight word for the people on today. Come on now. That's all I had. Amen. Yeah. So if you happen to be in the Chick-fil-A line. <laughs> yes. And you happen to get a free coffee or something, just shake for it. 
right? Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. That's a great, I love that. I love that encouragement. I think that's so true. We, but you know what I love in particular about black people? That's what we do. Yes. We gonna have joy. We gonna still celebrate. It doesn't matter how bleak and drab things get. And it's been worse than it is now. If we look right. at our history, we just keep going and we um, keep celebrating. And that is a part of your resistance. Mm -hmm. That is a part of your resistance. That is a part of you saying, um, asserting your dignity as a human is to is to celebrate and to not let that go. So I absolutely, I absolutely love that. Um, I am feeling that. Um, yeah. Tamika, do you have a take for us? Tamika's take. So, you know, I, I have my little stay woke um, moment <laughs> right now. All right. So y'all heard that y'all's president, you may have heard that we all paid more than he did in uh, federal income tax in the year that he was elected in his first year as president. He paid about seven hundred and fifty dollars. Mm -hmm. I did. That's not a mistake. You heard me right. About seven hundred and fifty dollars in federal income tax uh, the year he was elected and the year he first took office. So I thought I would see what else can you get with $750. I did a little research. Okay. Okay. Groceries for one month, perhaps, mm -hmm. for a family of four cost you about $750. You can stay at Trump's DC hotel for two nights for about $750. Two whole nights. Um, but the average tax bill for someone working full time at your run of the mill fast food restaurant making minimum wage, that's about their federal income tax bill. Hmm. This is what we are talking about. This is theft and corruption point blank in the period no matter how you feel about it these are the facts but let's let's peer a little deeper ivanka trump's go-to burberry pumps that she's been photographed in various pairs of those cost about 750 dollars a pop mm, come on i love burberry cologne mm -hmm. but don jr recently went on a hunting trip to Mongolia, guess how much it costs for him to have Secret Service protection on that trip? $750. It was a lot more than $750. Okay, it was $17,000. And guess who that came from? Those of us who paid more than $750 in federal income tax. <laughs> well played, sister. Well played. So I'm just saying, mm -hmm. stay woke. Stay woke. Stay woke. Stay woke. Tamika, stay woke. Take it a day. So I'm gonna give y'all. I'm gonna give y'all some free game. Free game. Okay. Free game. Jewel. If you make, if you make one dollar outside, of, well, if you do anything outside of your your regular nine to five job to get income, side hustle, whatever, go grab the book Tax Free Wealth. I forgot who the author is. You will be able to take advantage of the tax code. You will, and you will learn things that you can deduct from your taxes to the two and seven hundred fifty dollars. To well, it depends on how much how much you make. You will you will learn to take advantage of the tax code legally. 
The tax code, I'm telling you, it's free. Go grab the book, tax on Amazon, tax free wealth. Um, it's one, you know, Rich Dad Poor Dad, it, it's it's by that same publishing company. Um, tax-free wealth, you will learn to take advantage of the tax code, use it, use it to your advantage, the things you can write off, things you can't, the things that you should ask your accountant when you hand him or her your taxes. You want to make sure they understand that tax-free wealth. <laughs> selling narcotics. I'm telling you, that, 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 book, that, that book will change your whole mindset. Let me get that on the screen. Let me, you saw it. Let me get it on the screen. Yes. Now it says tax-free mm -hmm. wealth equals selling narcotics. <laughs> that's, the, that's the original version of tax You know who you sound like. You sound like Stringer Bell from The Wire right now. I'm, that's trying, to, I'm just trying to help you all out. <laughs> but that's one thing to work the tax code to leverage your understanding. Oh, yeah, what he did, what he did. What he's yeah. doing is a whole nother yeah, level of, yeah. and that's, and, and that's what I just want people to know, like that's, it's not right. Um, and it is part of why there's something incredibly problematic about the taxing system within our mm -hmm. country if hardworking Americans who um, have to work for our money as opposed to are gifted and inherit our money are being taxed at a higher rate than those uh, who don't have to, literally don't have to go to work. That's real wealth. When you don't do nothing and your money still grow. Right. Thank you, Shane. Tom Wheelwright is the author of Tax Free Wealth. Mm. I'm here to tell you, I'm not saying you, you shouldn't pay taxes. You, should, you shouldn't pay more yeah. than you have to. And right, a lot of exactly. Us, a lot of you us not know are paying more than we have to. Oh well, I need to go read now. So um, if you if you making money uh, outside of your nine to five, you just got nine to five, and that's it. Then you probably don't need it because you just you know uh, filing your W twos or all other stuff. But if you making any money with or losing money on a business that you're trying to do outside of your um, nine to five, grab that book, change the game. Yo, our people are so silly. Wesley Snipes somewhere heated. Let me talk about this. Part of the uh <laughs> part of the findings was that Donald was able to claim 70k in to his hairdresser or something. Or it was like 70 or 17 or something. I think it was like 70. I mean, have you seen his hair? What 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 70k or what? What's happening with his hair? When you, when you I own just, business, I, that's all I was no, saying. Say what he did was right, but when you own a business, there's just so much you could write off as in the business expense. Wait, 70k of what? Have you seen his hair? That it, was like, probably a that was probably a fill-in because and, you what you also, I mean, I think that what this what this report has shown is that there's all kinds of basically fabricated expenses and we can mm -hmm. imagine that they are fabricated because it doesn't seem to line up and that's just one example of those um kinds of things but if they would just fix our tax code no you wouldn't have to be like that you wouldn't have to read a book in other countries they don't deal with all this you don't mm -hmm. have to like read books and hire specialist accountants you just fill out a quick thing because the tax codes are different. They're a lot cleaner and simpler and all that, but we gotta, you know, darn near get a CPA just so we can try to 
make a decent living and hang on to more of our money. And we shouldn't have to do all of that. Right. Cliff, they're calling for they're calling for a workshop. I, I'm not in a place to do the workshop because I'm still reading through the book. Like I, I, read, I read through it. Like I, I read, I'm halfway through it. Um, so I read like halfway through it before we filed our taxes. Uh, and I'm probably just gonna reread the whole thing. Don't do halfway stuff. That ends you the whole way in jail. I have a I have a I have a person who does my taxes. Okay. If, if okay. you make again, if you make a dollar more than than your nine to five, a CPA is an excellent investment because the tax code changes all the time. It changes literally from year to year, definitely from president to president. They they come in and they they change stuff. Okay. A CPA is well worth it. Like back in the day, I was like, even if you don't, yeah, whatever you paying on TurboTax, a, a, a CPA to do your taxes is less expensive than you think. Mm -hmm. I would say. And so if you're doing it by yourself, just on like a paid system or whatever. It's probably not that much more than that. And this year, especially, a lot of us have been working from home. Mm. You are going to want to try to see how you can get this worked in, because even if you aren't someone who necessarily um, has a job outside of your nine to five. But if you do things like I know for our accountant was asking us, we do things as professors with our own stuff mm -hmm. that are, is a part of our you know yeah. nine to five so i would say this year especially it would seem like that would be a smart investment the intermingling of, of work and home that's going to be interesting for a lot of people on this taxes yeah it, but like i said tax code changes when i first started working from home six years ago there were things that i could write off that i could not write off like four years later mm. right the code changed right so then i wouldn't have known that that's why the people i had doing my taxes knew that Right. That was their job. <laughs> it was like because I got submitted everything. It was like, up. Oh, sorry, you can't do that this year. Okay. Hmm. Coach, interesting. Interesting. Well, interesting to see what we can do. What we can work out for this year. Thank y'all to keep up with this stuff. Not mine. I'm gonna ask y'all. I'm gonna talk off air. You know, I need to know who y'all going to. My house. My house been. My house has been the school. It's been the liberals. It's been. <laughs> That libero is going to pop. Yo, I was literally just sitting there at the stop, like just looking at it. Like, yo, I was, I was, I was picturing people pull up, just beautiful black people just following in. I'm telling you, this thing going to pop, Cliff. Cliff, you going to come up for that? We going to, we going to do a, a live taping from there when it pops. I'm there. I'm there. All right. All right. See, we got a public commitment. Right. All right. Y'all got anything else? No, nah, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Uh -uh. All right, I gotta get to the, the end here. All right, want to thank everybody for hanging with us this week. We do the show every Tuesday at 9 p.m. right here on Facebook or YouTube. You can go to turntoyourneighbor.com to find out all the ways you can watch the show. We love if you hang with us live, but if you can't, we completely understand. I know some of y'all right now are watching this on demand because you was hanging out with the president and vice president. That's all right. We'll uh -huh. excuse you. This is excuse absence for this time. Yeah. But you know, the next time we expect to see y'all hanging with us. <laughs> Man, go to turntoyourneighbor.com for all the ways you could you could catch this show. All right, we good, y'all? We good. Good. Good seeing everybody. So Richard shouting out the Lakers. Yeah, Lakers in five or six. I don't care as long as they win. Yeah, as long as they win. Yeah, it don't matter. All right, y'all. 
Until next time, take care and be blessed. Peace.